I haven't heard the media really touch on this Josh Giddy situation. Maybe it's because like nobody has that much information, but they've jumped on stories where people have had less information. I'm just really confused at this point of the inconsistencies in covering scandals for better or worse. What's up, you guys? I'm Rachel Amita, and welcome to the Courtside Club, where we give you a courtside view into everything that's going on in the world of sports and entertainment. And we have a lot of wild stories for you guys today. So let's jump right into it. But before we do, I do have to make a formal apology. I don't make apologies often, but with something as serious as this, I got to let you guys know that I am truly sorry for my words and hatred towards Michigan (laughs) because they whooped our ass last week. (laughs) Um, And and to Ohio State, thank you for letting us down once again. I was on a plane for this game. I was coming back from Hill and Head. I had a nice long week with my family, hanging out, playing games, just enjoying myself, getting on a plane. I'm like, you know what? This is perfect timing. I'll watch the game on the plane. Started off okay. I fell asleep for a little while, woke up, Michigan up 10, and then it just ruined my whole weekend. Nice little interception to end the game. So Michigan didn't even have their coach on the sideline. I feel like at this point, what else can we do? You know, they had such a disadvantage, although we were at Michigan, but there was such a disadvantage and I'm over it. I'm over Ohio sports team just consistently letting us down over and 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 over again, pretty much my whole life. So my apologies to Michigan fans. You guys kicked our ass just like Jordan said you would. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't know what else to say. You, you, I mean, it's, you lost to a team that didn't have a coach. Moving on to a topic that's probably even more depressing than the one that we just spoke about is what's going on in Oklahoma City right now. So there are some very serious allegations against Josh Giddy, a young player for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, this kind of took over social media the past week. Uh, A lot of serious topics of conversation about it, a lot of memes and jokes made about it, but essentially there are allegations that he was involved in a sexual relationship with a minor, with an underage girl. And a lot of the, the reason that we even know about this is because this girl was posting on her Snapchat and there are videos that have come out on TikTok this and that where she is with Josh Giddy. Um, And she's basically saying that she hooked up with him. Um, There are pictures of it. And then obviously the internet does what they do and went into researching about what's going on and found that this girl seems to be a junior in high school, which would make her a teenager. And obviously in the United States, as all of us know, the age of consent is 18. Um, With that, there has been a lot of investigations also on the other side of the coin. So there are some other videos that have come out on social media where Josh Giddy is in the club with this girl who, as we think, is underage. And 
Um, they are in a what seems to be a 21 plus club and everyone is drinking there. And so people are also wondering, you know, if she is underage, then how did she get to this club or how did she get in this club being under 21? How was she how was she drinking? Did she have a fake ID? Is that why Josh Giddy, you know, thought that she maybe wasn't underage? And this is like all speculation because we first of all, we it's such a terrible situation. And it also sucks for the Oklahoma City Thunder because I feel like that organization is one that is very selective with the players that they bring into the organization and they are they are very proud to have like a great reputation um and a and a clean cut just you know organization team they play by the rules and even being a part of that organization for some time like being with Dre and being around like the the coaches and the and the GM and kind of everyone involved it is very much like a wholesome organization and they like to do things the right way so I feel like a situation like this doesn't come up often with the Oklahoma City Thunder because they're very purposeful when they when they decide who they want to bring into their organization and who they want to build around so I think overall it's just it's super unfortunate and if there was intent there to actually hook up with someone who was underage, then, it, then it's awful. And I and I truly hope that Josh Giddy is punished. Two other things that I maybe didn't mention. A lot of people are bringing up that the age of consent in Oklahoma supposedly is 16. So if he was in Oklahoma with this girl, then it would be different. And I'm not saying that that makes it better because that's still like super creepy and gross to me, especially if he knew that she was 16. I just feel like being a 16-year-old in high school and being a 21-year-old multimillionaire NBA player, like that's two different life arenas that I I don't think should be colliding. Um, another thing is um, this girl was also liking the tweets that were saying that the NBA was investigating Josh Giddy's like involvement with her, which to me, it's like it, from the things that she was posting, it seemed like she was really like happy and excited and kind of like bragging that she was with him and so then to be kind of liking tweets that are um talking kind of about like his punishment or his possible downfall is contradictory so it's messy and the NBA said that they are investigating but one other thing that to me is like hard to wrap my mind around is like there does seem to be this growing inconsistency of how the NBA handles scandals and handles like the things that are coming up with these different players. Um, And it, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like they are covering all, all of them the same way or punishing them in the same way. And I'm not sure, like, obviously you, you don't want to, punish someone prematurely if there if there isn't enough information and it is just like something that's you know you just see photos on social media because also there's no video proof of them doing anything that wasn't illegal but the NBA has pre like prematurely punished folks when they didn't have that much information either and there's also inconsistencies with how the media is covering these stories because the media will jump on certain things even when we don't have any information. Like if you remember when the Ime Odoka kind of scandal broke and we did not have any information and we still actually don't know the logistics of what happened and to why he was fired or let go from the team. But the media 
jumped on that immediately when it broke. I have not heard and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't heard the media really touch on this Josh Giddy situation. Um, maybe it's because like nobody has that much information, but they've jumped on stories where people have had less information. So I'm just really confused at this point of the inconsistencies in covering and tackling these scandals, for better or worse, that have come up. Because all of them, not not even all of them, Many of them have had like legal implications to where these players or coaches or whoever could could have legal repercussions for their actions. And I think that they are all serious enough to at least shed some light on or to hear from these um, media spokespeople who are normally just so loud about whatever topic is 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 kind of going on at the time. So I I truly don't know. Um, I just think it's a super unfortunate, it's an unfortunate situation. And I truly hope that if the relationship did happen, he didn't know what was happening because um, it's awful. Um, but I, I more so feel bad for the the Thunder as a whole because that's, that they have a great core. They have a great great core group of guys. And you even saw some tweets that like Chet was deleting that were with Josh Giddy. And so just to see something like this kind of take down the success of the rest of the team and their coaching staff and kind of their organization and how they're rebuilding it. Um, hopefully more information comes out soon and either, you know, justice is served or we get some like real information. Moving on, if you guys want to laugh a little bit, Kevin Garnett says that Jordan Poole doesn't belong in the league. And I kind of wanted to react to this video. Right. Flexing champ shit, but you ain't, you ain't bringing champ environment in here. Right. You learned this in Golden State? No, this you what you, this what no, you, you brought from No, the... you ain't learned this. Bro, that's what I'm saying. You ain't learned You know that professionals, bro. You got, they yeah. got your ass out of there because you couldn't fall in line, bro. That's what I'm saying. Shit like this don't belong in our league, bro. bro Damn, in the league. He does not belong in the league. As a, he's the head of a team, P. Nah, I don't want my son under no n like that. You see how he talking to teammates? Shut up, my n this my team. I got it. Drawing up the joint, <laughs> looking all through the towel, snot. Like, like, bro, you can say shut whatever up, you want about up. me, bro. This I ain't never squad. disrespect the game. I ain't never disrespected the position you, you, of being you know, a leader. So, you know, they ain't got no, what bets they got over there, though? One thing about KG, I, he will be talking shit until the day he dies. Like, he will be in the hospital talking shit to the nurses, like, on his deathbed. <laughs> I, also, I also just want to say that post-retirement, Paul Pierce is, is just, the great he he's the greatest thing that's ever happened to <laughs> retiring yeah. from the NBA. That dude never looks like he cares at all Does about it. anything. He actually doesn't. He's just drunk and sitting low in his chair <laughs> and reacting to KG. I someone said though, it. because he kept like just popping up at places and someone was like, Paul George is uh that high school star who just keeps coming back every year to like visit the students. <laughs> like yeah, he just he, can't, he just can't step away. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with, with the, the comment at least generally that Jordan Poole is, is body language and, and stuff. I know that's gone viral the last few weeks. And I think, you know, he's, 
he's playing like I think he thinks he's Michael Jordan, you know, like yeah. he's like, and 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 he he's not really hum, humbled at all, and even playing in Golden State behind some of the greatest players to ever play didn't really change who he was at all, and and that's and not in, and that's not good. Um, but I can't look. I've never I can't speak to whether or not he belongs in the league. I mean, he's definitely one of the best 300 basketball players. <laughs> I think I think that's like I think that's where, you know, he maybe took it like a step too far, but yeah. I I appreciate his confidence in like like KG will just say it with his chest, you know. He's not apologetic about anything. But I think one good point that he made about Golden State and kind of what I mentioned when we, we when we talked about the Oklahoma City Thunder is the Warriors are very similar in their organization and it's like they are very professional. They take things seriously. They practice. Their players are not, you know, Draymond might get in some trouble on the court, but they're not get, getting in trouble outside of the team. Um, and, and Jordan Pulf, for better or for worse, like we don't know who was necessarily in the right or in the wrong, but the chemistry there wasn't great with him. I do think he's a great basketball player, but within that organization or at least between him and Draymond, it just like wasn't working. And that was causing like a riff in their team. But I think also we have to understand like with the NBA, there's just so much ego. There's, there's so much ego. And these are the best 300 to 400 players in the entire world. And so you're going to have that. But yes, if you are not in that top 10 list of guys, then you do have to humble yourself. The wizards are not, the wizards are awful. Like you can't, you can't act like you are Michael Jordan. Like you're not Michael Jordan on the Wizards, <laughs> like in that time, you know. <laughs> it's true, and it's just not effective leadership. Either. No, I don't know if he's meant to be a leader. Like he might need a a Steph or a Clay or a Draymond, you know, or somebody else to take that spot. But one quick story um, about KG though the the first time I ever met him I think probably the most intense human I've ever met in my entire life and the first time I met him I was I was just going to interview him and I met him like you know introduce myself this and that and he was like oh so I heard you hoop and I was like yeah and I just kind of did like that like yeah well do you or don't you <laughs> like, like and he just like kind of got in my face and I was like well, I used to like I don't know. Well, can you ball or not? And I was just like, whoa! <laughs> I just want to be like, okay, you win. Like, like we weren't even doing anything, but that was like so. That's just him. Um, so I can also get why he's just like the NBA kind of isn't how it used to be because in that era with those guys, I feel like a lot of them were like that. Even if it was your friend, they would just be. It was like the friendliest way of challenging me, but for like for like no reason. I was like, bro, he, he he wanted you to get up on his level. You didn't you didn't do it. No, I didn't. I I couldn't. I was like immediately humbled and like wanted to <laughs> crawl into a ball in the corner. It's like, right. but no, he's KG's, actually super KG's nice. The man, he's yeah. awesome. I got a new flavor of Mavi that I'm really excited to show you guys today. And it will actually be my first time trying it on the Courtside Club. So it's Apricot Passion. Let me know in the comments below if you say apricot or apricot. 
It has apricot, cinnamon, ginger, orange peel, bay leaves, and of course, Mobby. Step into a world of natural wellness and Caribbean flavors with Mobby Artisanal Tea, the embodiment of plant power and hydration. Take a sip, join the movement, and embrace a healthier you. Visit MobbyTea.com or your local Sprouts Farmer's Market now to experience the taste of the Caribbean in every revitalizing blend. Should I do a live review taste test? I put the mic close to the to the can for that. Sounded very crisp. Let's try it. Oh, I like this one. Actually, you know what? This one tastes more like fall to me. This is like fall winter. I think because the cinnamon and the ginger. The other flavor that I have, the strawberry breeze, is kind of more spring summery. This one, I'm into it. It's almost like a cozy flavor but refreshing and cold i'm not an i'm not like a food reviewer okay i don't know <laughs> but it does taste <laughs> that, good <laughs> no, that was honestly that, that made me want to drink some mobby tea or make like a make use that flavor of mobby tea to make like a hot tie oh yeah that would be perfect actually no the cinnamon and ginger like really kind of gives it that nice kick should we go into halftime? This halftime is going to be fun because we're going to be ranking some halftime performances. This past week, there were a ton of great, well, some good, bad, and ugly halftime performances during NFL games. So I wanted to react to three specifically. We have Jack Harlow, Dolly Parton, and Ludacris. And they all had very different takes on how they went about their halftime performance. So let's check out Jack's first. Just joshing, I'ma spend this holiday lightning. My body got rid of this here sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. Ooh, told my amigos got that free smoke on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm talking about pre. Dark heard of my deep and she said, babe, does it hurt when I certified freak? Hang a brand new whip, just hide then. I got eyes and I can pack some sports in the top 10. The only thing that saved this performance is the cheerleaders, honestly. Honestly, NFL cheerleaders, I love I love watching NFL cheerleaders. They are fantastic. And I think that they deserve to be paid more because I've heard that they don't get paid very well. But they are great dancers and beautiful. I don't know. He, he didn't move around much. The set design was kind of minimal. It almost looked like they came up with this idea or he just like learned that he was going to be performing the night before and they were like hey let's throw down this big white tarp and build an igloo out of some cardboard and like have you you know what i mean and like he also just seemed low energy to me he's like low energy with his rap and then yeah that's one of those the, the set design looks like the kind of thing where like when somebody described it in words it sounded cool yeah they were like they were like, it's cold. You're so cold. It's going to be an igloo in the back. It's going to be ice and that cold mist. And they were like, yeah, yeah, that's cold. That's cold. And then like it actually you look at it and you're like, this is what we it looks like a middle school project. Anyway, let's watch Dolly's performance. Till the end. We are the champions. 
I mean, can we look at the, look at this set design compared to Jazz? She's got a live band. She's got the stage. She's got the cheerleaders. She's basically dressed in a cheerleader's uniform at 77 years old, by the way. That's insanity. I watched this whole performance and I was like smiling throughout the whole thing. I just thought it was so badass. Can you imagine being 77 and performing in front of 80,000 people? Good for her. Also, Jolene's a banger. That song is so good. Oh, yeah. Jolene is great. It's also like a there's like a weird level of like humility in, in that song that you don't hear in a lot of modern lyrics. Yeah. Um, okay. Last but not least, we have Luda. So when you don't have a set design ready, just put, just put the artist on a harness and act like that's what you guys planned. It's so good, right? I was so it's into amazing. that one too. I think the, the clear winner, the clear winner, as much as I respect uh, Dolly, the clear winner is Ludacris, and and also the Atlanta Falcons because they did like I think hip hop at fifty or something um, for that game. So there was uh, like. T.I. walked the team out. Oh, sick. Did that at halftime. They had other performances and stuff in the stadium. And then they had like Jermaine Dupree, just everybody who was anybody in the Atlanta hip hop scene over the last, mm -hmm. you know, 40, 50 years were there. They took it to the next level and did like, you know, to your point, like as if it were a Super Bowl or playoff game vibe. Dolly, close second. The set design was awesome, of course in texas they're gonna do it big and uh jack harlow just phoned it in for detroit <laughs> exactly which i think you know what i see there as a difference is that and look i don't want to be that that like old guy <clears throat> boy i guess i'm getting older who's like back in my day but but i feel like luda has that energy to him where you feel like he does understand that like being a megastar performing in front of 80,000 people that his whole life, his whole everything is like an awesome privilege. Like he's excited about it and it's a privilege. Whereas like with certain artists like Jack, it feels a little bit like he somehow acts like it's like, he's so cool. He's cooler than this. And it's like, no, you're not cooler than this. The only reason you're cool is this. Yeah. You know, like don't act like it's like, like we're doing us a favor by performing. Like it's a privilege. And like Luda, the energy he's bringing, like he knows like, Hey, I'm an entertainer. Like I'm about, bringing these people a good time, you know, and he gets it, which is nice. I, I do think that kind of era of rappers and hip hop artists is above the, the group that we have now, the kind of small group of artists that we have now. And to your point, Manny, I saw Nelly perform at MLB All-Star and he mm -hmm. was so into it. Like every song, dancing, sweating, like giving it his, like absolute all and i was thinking because it was it was a t-mobile event there was maybe like 200 to 300 people at this venue it was like a super small show for him and and i didn't know it's just like it's nelly he's so big he has so many hits why would he care to perform at mlb all-star and he really like it was one of the best concerts that i've been to actually ti was my favorite rapper growing up i listened to some of the songs that i used to like verbatim word for word 
<laughs> like when I was 10, my favorite song was Country Grammar. Well, it's just an Ellie song, but I'm like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> like, no wonder my mom was like, turn that down. <laughs> yeah, I think I might agree with you guys. I, I was just so impressed. If, if we're doing a start bench cut, we start Luda, bench Dolly, and cut Jack Harlow. But it's it's hard for me to – I have to give Dolly props because at 77 performing like that – and she was even kind of like staying close to the stage and would like grab onto it. Like she's she's an older woman. Like that's that's a feat to do. Now it's time to spill the tea presented by Mobby Artisanal Tea. All right, so – Jordan and Manny. I'm not sure if you were a Nickelodeon. I know you guys are like a little bit older than me, but I was a Nickelodeon and Disney kid growing up. I watched all of those classic shows, all the cartoons, all the sitcoms. And as of recently, there's been this new kind of trend of rewatch podcasts. So Christy Carlson Romano, who played the sister on Even Stevens and also the voice of Kim Possible, and she was in a bunch of other kind of Disney shows, she started this podcast group called Podco, and she has been kind of recruiting people from Disney Channel, all these child stars, to make these podcasts where they either rewatch episodes of the show that was, you know, super popular back in the early 2000s, or these people are like sharing behind the scenes stories of what was really happening on set of these different shows that they were on. So there's a Wizards of Waverly Place podcast. There's a Full House podcast. The There's a Christy Carlson Romano, Romano podcast. There's one where she hosts with another girl who was a star on one of those other Disney Channel shows. And then the one that's been going viral at this very moment is the Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide podcast, which is now called the Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. And it's basically the three main characters spilling the tea on what was going on on the set of the show as they were filming. So I want you guys to live react to a couple of these clips from the podcast. When I lost my V-card, it was with a co-star. So Yo, we would go back to the yeah. makeup trailer after lunch and it really rubbed off on his shit and you could see it. I'm sorry, was, what rubbed off? It wasn't shit? just the regular different. clothes that he was wearing. Like the makeup lady after the second day, she goes, you gotta stop whatever you're doing at lunch. <laughs> oh, wow. For uh, some on set of Ned's one time. Damn. Ned's? What? Oh, Ned? No, 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 no. Cocaine on this? Wait. Oh, speed. Is that the same? No, oh, no, 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 no. No, that's yes, not it. Is. That's different. No, it's that's not. worse. No, no it's, it's not. not. That's yes. a lot Unfortunately, more there was no cocaine on Ned's. Damn. It was only speed. Damn. Damn. Who like, blow my can I fucking ask? mind? The other two. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Oh, the other two. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, well. Uh, well, that was just an exchange amongst friends. The couple clips that I, I chose for this Spill the Tea segment are actually some of the more mild clips. If you guys want to see what else they were talking about on Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, you can um, check out their clips on YouTube or on Instagram. But so so basically what we have discovered is that Lindsay and Devin, who was Ned and Jennifer, who were friends on this children's show, this like middle school, high school age show, 
were dating and they're kind of spilling the tea on all of the things that they were doing and supposedly there were drugs on set this is maybe not the first time that we've heard of child stars having uh adult childhoods having being introduced to different things and so a part of me was like I don't need to hear this. This is kind of ruining the show that I used to watch when I was in middle school or high school. Like, I don't need to know all of this. But at the same time, I, I think some of these child stars, it's a little bit, it's cathartic for them to be able to share some of the truths about what was really going on on these shows and how the fame affected them, how the money or lack of money also affected them because one of the other things that Devin, who was the main character of Ned's Declassified, came out and said on the podcast was that he got so famous off of this show. And years later, when the show was canceled, he actually didn't have that much money and he was struggling to get another job because he was so typecasted into this like Ned's Declassified character that he was. And for 20 years, he was auditioning and trying to get, you know, different jobs and they just weren't landing. But for these Disney and Nickelodeon child stars, for them to go back into the real world and work at a restaurant or work as a barista or or whatever, it's like you are so famous that you can't do that because then people are asking you for pictures or asking you why you're working in a restaurant. And it was embarrassing for some of them. But you don't have enough money to kind of sustain your lifestyle. So a part of me is all for these actors being able to make money again, kind of reminisce on the past, share some of the things that were happening that it it might be like a therapy session for them to kind of get out in the open so that the the public can know that maybe it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine. Um, But also it's kind of wild to just admit some of this stuff too. To make a comment too on the larger on Hollywood as a whole and, and and you mentioned some of these some of these people on these shows end up being poor let's say right after i'm not sure that that's necessarily going to change or has changed meaning like you know if you do a season or two of a show and it's even if it's on netflix or anything like that particularly season one you're not getting a ton of money um i think the difference is now with the way shows are filmed and and it's not like take it's not taking up your whole life necessarily right you might you might be able to film a show over a few months but you're you can still be in school you can still go to school you can still do i don't think we're gonna have too many too many more years or if we even have it now where you know the 14 year old that's in this show that's big on netflix is is like just poor and and no no hope or whatever right because ultimately that 14 year old should still be in school right um and also the idea of typecasting and all that 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 stuff while it still of course exists you don't really see too much of the like teen this was this this person was so famous on this on this show i can only see them in that show right like Mm -hmm. that doesn't really happen as much for one because people a lot less people are watching any individual show, even the yeah, even the, even sure. the famous ones, you know. Um, so yeah, so but but so as far as the money thing, that 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 sucks. But it, you know, any any time you put a group of people on set, I mean, things happen. I think to Jordan's point, though, also because I I was 
thinking as well, like there's people have also been talking about how millennials are just like the the generation of nostalgia. Like we get so hype over like just thinking about, you know, our cartoons or Harry Potter or even Stevens, like any of these like sitcoms or uh, you know, recess games. And to Jordan's point, it was because we had more of like a monoculture. Like we didn't have access to everything. Everybody was watching the same things. And so I feel like from this point on and even maybe take it back 10 years, like no one's going to have the same shared experiences because everything that you get now is is given to you through some sort of an algorithm. It's like even Netflix where you are consuming your television movies is catering to what you have previously watched before and suggesting those type of things to you. So the days of like all of us waking up on Saturday and watching Arthur on PBS is like that's that's gone or having to like tune into like are you afraid of the dark on Thursday nights on Nick at night it's like that we don't we don't have that anymore which is like I think why like this generation we hold on to it so dearly and why we're willing to just like keep re-watching shit or like listening to a podcast where we're essentially just like getting reminded of the stuff that we used to like so really really quickly on the on the theme of re-watch podcasts I thought it might be fun to do a little re-watch that's a really difficult word to say re-watch and react to some of my old videos what do you guys think this might be your first time seeing them because I've Tried to keep them buried on the internet for as long as I could. <laughs> nice. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So the first video that we have is from actually my like first introduction to this world. It was my first time on YouTube and I did a competition reality show and it was to become the next beauty vlogger. If you guys didn't know, I did not start out my career in sports. It was actually in fashion and beauty and so this was the final episode of this reality show that I was on. And we'll just see what happens. Well, my show would be based more around fashion. It would be similar to the final vlog that I did, like an outfit of the day, but showing you different ways that to was style like, it, taking it throughout How chaotic day. is my but, room? Um, oh my God. <laughs> will be a different theme. So maybe like the perfect outfit for back to school and how to wear yeah, it your to voice school doesn't and then even going sound coffee the same. after school or maybe I had never done like anything on Demi like Lovato, anything yet um, besides college. Love it. Wow. We are I was so very green. This is what happens you when you so first start. You suck. <laughs> Rachel, we will be subscribing to your vlog. <laughs> See, I won. Part of me was so excited when I won. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then part of me felt really bad for Giselle because I know that she wanted it really bad too. And she's so capable and deserving as well of to have her own show. And I love her to death. She's so smart and she knows a lot about fashion and beauty. But I don't think this will be the end for her. <laughs> All right, Aww. we can cut it off. <laughs> Why did I say that? I don't think this will be the end for her. <laughs> No, she's become very successful and she did a lot more hosting and everything. She did pageants growing up as well. But yeah, this was my introduction to YouTube. And then from winning this show, I got my own show where I, I put outfits together <laughs> and I told you guys how to dress. <laughs> and that's what this is. It's called, I'm not even going to tell you the name, but that's what this is. 
Okay guys, so here is my Target look and I want to start by talking about my favorite Again, piece the that I got, which is this like, sweater skirt. Target has these in so many different colors and what I love about a sweater as a bottom is you don't see it that often, so I'm kind of mixing it up for the colder season. And I paired the sweater skirt with this jean button-up top that I got, which jean tops are totally in this season. And what's also in is mixing texture, so that's why I put the sweater on the bottom. I'm proud of how far you've come. <laughs> I, I think, I think, um, I, honestly, it, look, everyone, everyone's got to start somewhere. And, and I think, I'm sure at the time it was like, you were like, I made it, right? Like, so, so in that regard, like, you know, for anybody, it's like, you gotta, you gotta take the swing. But knowing where you are now, and then knowing that, that's just funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, it, yeah, like it's sure. just, it's funny. Yeah, during this as well, I was also working in a restaurant, like, almost full-time at a restaurant serving tables. Like, and I had to take time off because we were sequestered for, like, five days for the show. It was, like, a real reality show in a sense. And they would, like, wake us up early and do this and that. Um but I was still working in a restaurant, like just trying to make ends meet, like modeling on the side, doing little commercial things, just like trying to make my way, you know, and that was it. that was the beginning of that was the beginning of it. The last video will probably be one that you guys might recognize a little bit more. It was when I had a few more years under my belt hosting. And this is an old episode of NBA 2K TV. Featuring Steph Curry. What's up, guys? Today I am here at the Golden State Warriors practice facility, and I'm about to wow, go get some shots up myself. Ago? Today I'm here at the Warriors practice facility with the reigning world champion and NBA MVP, and of course, NBA open. 2K16 cover player, Steph Curry. Well, thanks for having me in your home. This is where, yeah, where all that stuff happened, or where all the, the work went into it. So, yeah, <laughs> nice to have you here. Showing me up. Uh. There it is. One, two. <laughs> Try not to hit any rim. Three. Buckets. Ah. I think you touched the rim like two times. Two P. <laughs> <laughs> he was like so stoic and I got him to laugh once and I was happy about it. I mean, beating Steph Curry in a shooting, that's, a, that's like a rare, rare feat. Yeah, it Very was great. Rare. It was great. Yeah. Oh, thanks, that, Jordan. Yeah, that's more like that's more like you. Yeah. Instead of... <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that was yeah. like four years later. So I had some reps, you know. That's all yeah, it really yeah. takes in this business is just doing it, you know, and getting yeah. comfortable. It's true. And maybe was... talking about things you know a little bit more about, because I didn't know shit about clothes, but. <laughs> I just fake fake it till you make it. <laughs> I still don't actually. I like clothes, but I'm not. I don't. You know, not a fashion girly. 2K TV got better. I feel like I improved a lot over the years, and I think I've still gotten better. But I I did feel like I I've definitely Manny. How did you think my voice was there? You're. It was closer to now. Closer, for sure. yeah. Yeah, but it's still like now. a little yelly, right? Like I was, a little I felt bit. like I was a little like yelling a lot. <laughs> that yeah, I, th hey I think. Guys, uh... <laughs> welcome to Two K TV. It it probably takes people a long time to like actually speak in their no normal voice on camera. Yeah. I could see that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed that 
segment of Courtside Club rewatching old rad clips podcast segment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. the one. You, Hope you, you learned guys enjoyed. how to. You learned how to like keep your hands still. Yeah, it was the the hand motions were a little wild. For buzzer beaters this week, I wanted to share with you a short interview that I did with we were speaking of rappers earlier, a short interview that I did with Jadakiss at the Phillies Cavs game. That was somebody who I was not expecting to run into in Philadelphia. And he was just kind of waiting by the locker room after the game. And so my producer at the NBA went up to him and was like, would you mind, you know, chatting with us? And so that was pretty cool because I feel like Jada Kiss is such a legend and also kind of in that mix of rappers that we were talking about from like 90s, early 2000s. And he was really cool. He was, I mean, he was cool, like just like laid back and, you know suave and not really giving us much but he also had some pretty cool answers to the questions that i asked so for our buzzer beaters i present to you jada kiss how do you like the new in-season tournament there's been a lot of competition new courts i love it i love the new courts i love the energy um seemed like the building was on tilt for the whole game especially at the end until overtime uh, it was awesome. The courts, the, the, the colorful, the, the courts just captivate the optics and make the game that much better. On TV is awesome, but to be here and live in person was extra special. I think they're even better live. Yeah, I, 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 I guarantee you they're better live. You said that you're a huge basketball fan. Last question for you. Your favorite NBA moment of all time? My favorite NBA moment of all times. Yeah, it got to be when, when AI crossed up Jordan. You know what I mean? Those are probably two of my favorite plays, them two and Magic Johnson. But when when Chuck crossed up MJ was legendary. Killer. Thanks, Jada. <laughs> anyway, you guys, that's all we have for Courtside Club this week. Make sure that you thumbs up this video and click subscribe if you haven't already. We have new videos every single week. And... I will have a new vlog going up this week from my time in Philly. And we'll also see more from Jada Kiss, Darius Garland, um, Stan Van Gundy, a lot of fun stuff at the Phillies game. So make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for that. And we will see you next week. Bye.